Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to Lighthouse Faith Podcast, where we are moving forward in truth and love. I'm Lauren Green, Chief Religion Correspondent for Fox News Channel and author of the book Lighthouse Faith. Well, their popular television show, Duck Dynasty, made Phil and Kay Robertson household names, uh, their professed faith, an example to follow. But Phil and Kay's life wasn't always rosy and joyful. It takes a whole lot of living uh, through the ups and downs of life to make marriage strong. A new film about their lives um, before the popular show hits theaters nationwide soon. It is essentially about the love story that launched a dynasty. It's called The Blind, and Willie and Corey Robertson joined me now. You know, I'm assuming the blind part is part of um, the duck blind, because those of us who... Hey, you're were... pretty good, because not everybody <laughs> picked up on that. <laughs> now, are, you being, of... are, you being, are you being sarcastic? No, I'm not. No, 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 really? People, yeah, they were, you know, it's more like this, because it's their journey of their marriage and all these dark times, and so right. it feels kind of blinded and now i can see uh was the idea but there's also a yeah a duck blind and yeah not everybody knows that they're that we well you know i'm from minnesota and duck hunting is big in minnesota my father was a big duck hunter so um, i know all that's the duck blind makes sense to me well certainly people up in minnesota will know about those duck blinds so So this is very so why, why do you want why make the film about your early days Well, I think that sometimes people can watch a show like Doug Dynasty and kind of see a family that all sits around the table and loves each other and think, oh, their life is perfect. Everything's always been been good for them. There's been this kind of upward trajectory towards success, but life is not really like that, as most of us know, that there's good times and bad. And even in scripture, you know, all the people that God uses, you, you hear their story and see their story and you're like, oh, They went through some hard things. They made some bad decisions, but God can still use them. And so I think that's really the message of this film is that like no one's too far gone for the love of Jesus. No one, um, none of your past mistakes uh, like knocks you out of being able to turn your life around and make a life for yourself and keep a family together. And um, that's what happened in Phil and Kay's life. And it changed our family forever. And as they've told their stories over the years, we've seen how that impacts other people to give them hope in their marriages and their lives. But yeah. it's it's very interesting though what that you want people to take away from this is this idea that nobody's nobody's beyond the grace of God, mm-hmm. and yet the, it's just this I, marriage today is so disposable, you know, between people. And what's your advice to them about that? Well, I mean, as you'll see in the movie, I mean that you know um, there's there's hope and you can get through it. You have to stick through things. And, and, and I'm not saying that's the case for everyone. And uh, yeah, I don't know if I was giving advice to my mom in that situation she was in, it'd be hard for me to say like, you know, Hey, stick it out. You know, I mean, uh, Phil was making it very difficult to, <laughs> to stick out anything, especially when he uh, kicked us out of our, 
our home. And so, and, and that's where the message of like, Phil just had to change. And so I think mm-hmm, in marriages, mm-hmm. you know, I think we've all been those places where we're like, Hey, we just got to change something, you know, yeah. change this about ourselves and, and ditch this part. And that's what we can get. But, but she did stick with it and her ability to forgive uh, Phil to move on to, to really just to keep the family together. And she saw something that uh, could be beautiful that could come out of this and and all that happened. And so, yeah, I mean, we see that in marriages and and not just worldly marriages, we see that in Christian marriages as well. And so right, right. Uh, things get tough and they they take off. And so uh, I think, you know, that's really the story of this is is it's really about the marriage and everything that comes out. It's individual because it is Phil who had to make a change. And, and when he had given up on everything and it just seems like there's no hope you know there was a preacher that that drove up there into this bar that phil was running and boldly shared his faith and it was very adversarial phil was not wanting to hear anything about god and he was not in a good place uh so we can learn from that guy you know the courage that he had phil's sister at the time when phil when kate couldn't really minister phil at that point Kate was just trying to keep you know her life together and, and us as young children mm-hmm. but phil's sister kept saying I, you know there's hope my brother and she actually told that preacher she said if you convert phil robertson he'll convert thousands and how she saw that or how that even mm-hmm. made sense mm-hmm. is just so remarkable because it's exactly what happened and my aunt jan who's passed away now um uh, saw that and never gave up on her brother so there's just a lot of of things that that other people that helped that ended up helping their their marriage as well. And so we really see that faith was the uh, the real thing that kept it together. And that's why we're so passionate about our faith today. You know, I, I can remember when Doug Nasty came out, it was like, you know, I'm, I'm so glad you're all bold about your faith and haven't given up on it. And, right. But we really feel like without that, none of this would have happened. <laughs> so it's like, without faith, there wouldn't have, there, the dinner table at the end of Doug Nasty wouldn't have had Phil sitting at the end. You know, we would have all been right. split up. And, and it's not that God can't fix that either. He can't fix all the damaged mm-hmm. stuff that we do in our lives even with families and putting people back together and and, and holding on but uh it is special when you when you see that people overcome that and it's like stick in stick with it uh and let that play out and it's it's certainly been beautiful in our lives now do you remember willie like like when that happened when he kicked you out of the house because that i saw that in the trailer i'm like oh my goodness that's that's uh, that's the, that's probably the thing that would have destroyed most marriages. Yeah, that's one of that was one of the lowest moments, obviously, um, during that time. And I don't, I, I really, um, so I'm portrayed in the movie. I'm two years old, and I'm portrayed actually by my grandson, uh, John Shepard. Oh, wow. Uh, which is very surreal. Yeah, watching my son play uh, me in a movie about my, my parents. And um, so really, most of my memories pretty much pick up uh, right after the end of the movie. It's where, it's kind of where I started remembering things. And so mostly what I remember are the good side. Yeah, I can remember the good side of the marriage. However, I knew I could sense and feel like that they'd just come through something. You could feel the anxiety and, you know, the 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 unsure footing, you know, of where we were going. And then as I got older, uh, they told their story, you know, not necessarily to us. They told it to other people. I mean, I've sat and watched them talk to thousands of people in their living room on couches and marriages and uh, individuals who came down with damaged lives. And and they went through and they would share their struggles. And so, I mean, this is no different. We just put it out on a big screen and they were willing to do that. And we're so thankful that they did because a lot of people wouldn't. You know, I think we're even in Christian faith. We're like, hey, your past is in the past and Jesus has forgiven you. 
you know, unless you make a movie about it, <laughs> it's like it lives forever, you know. And uh, so for Phil and Kay to be able to be vulnerable and share that story, I think was just really, really neat and, and can really help a lot of people. And I think it can it can actually preach a message to someone not at a church building. You can actually, you know, mm-hmm. take someone to a movie or someone can be sitting there and actually feel the power of that. See, see the gospel laid out in someone's life. And it's a great, it's a great way to do that, which is why Corey and I really got into production uh, was just to tell stories and use this platform that we've gotten to help tell stories like this, you know, to help people out. And we've seen that all year. We've seen these great movies come out that mm-hmm. just inspire people and uh, um, you know, that are faith-based and, um, and even this one was really hard to keep it faith-based because it was, it was, Phil's life was rated R for sure. So it was hard for us to, you know, actually make it uh, palatable, you yeah. know, even to watch. Well, that's, well, I think that's what's very interesting about, um, at least the movie, the parts that I've seen is that it really lets you see that there is no one beyond the grace of God. There is, there's no situation that's beyond the grace of God and the mercy of God. Um, and that you want, you know, because so many ways that Christian, sometimes Christian movies can be portrayed is that there are sort of these sort of lukewarm people that all of a sudden discover God. But not as many films come out to show how the depths of human depravity that come along mm-hmm. and people think they're out of God's reach. Um, yeah. You know, that, there's that scripture that talks about who has been forgiven much you know, is willing to forgive others much. And it's, I think that that's, that's Phil's life, you know, as soon as, and you mentioned the blind and the title, the blind, there's that where it talks about when Saul is blinded and Jesus Mm -hmm. reveals himself to him. And it says the scales fell from his eyes and he was able to see, and he immediately was baptized and started telling everyone about Jesus. And that's really Phil's life and his story. Like he, he was blinded, and whenever he could see, whenever he was finally introduced to Jesus, he really surrendered his life to him. He can't help but tell everyone about it, and he's been doing that ever since. And actually, and Saul actually, you know, shared his past. So, like, he was blinded by his mm-hmm. religious fervor that was killing Christians, and then he was so blinded, then he literally got mm-hmm. blinded. But once he comes out of that, we read like in the letters in the New Testament, you read where he uses that past. Yeah. Like, hey, I used to be like this. I was like this. And, I, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't know why is that I do what I do and I don't want to do this. And so we read, we see that struggle. And so it's really just that vulnerability again and authenticity of saying, look, this is mm-hmm. this is where I was. This is where I am now. And this is even where I still struggle, you know. And so yeah. uh, such a such important message, uh, really, from the New Testament. Peter, the same way, you know, like before Peter gets up and acts and preaches, he just denied Jesus. And so and I think a lot of us will feel like we once we once we fail, especially epically, we're just like, well, God can't use us because look, look how bad I am. But we see this over and over uh, in the Old and New Testament where God can just use you and say, no, it's OK. You know, I mean, we're all flawed. And um, and that's what certainly comes through in the movie. Hi, everybody. It's Brian Kilmeade. I want you to join me weekdays at 9 a.m. East as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and, of course, what you think. Listen live or get the podcast now at briankilmeadeshow.com. Were there anything surprising to you about their relationship as the movie was being made or even just seeing the movie? Um, you know, it, it, and because the love story begins like a lot of love stories, you know, it's this high school sweetheart and then and then life happens. Like what what was there anything that surprised you? 
I think it was harder to see it on the big screen than we thought it would be. You know, we've heard the stories, they've talked about it, but to actually see it portrayed, it gave you, you know, a real compassion for both Bill and Kay. You know, you kind of see Phil's childhood and you understand some of the things that maybe kind of made him who he was in that moment. And then you see Kay and the struggles of a teen mom and like, how does she make it through? And when she's a single mom, like, and her at a point where she did feel hopeless, like she had 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 this grandmother that spoke into her life at an early age and told her that someday you're going to have to fight for your marriage. So she knew that, but still she's finds herself on the bathroom floor thinking that all is lost. Like I've, I've lost everything. And um, so I think that those types of things, seeing those things portrayed was hard for us as a family emotionally. Like we, everyone shed a lot of tears. We've seen Phil cry more than ever in his life. life. Yeah. in his whole life. <laughs> As we as we've gone through this front as a family, and another thought I had was as Willie was talking about you know his childhood and not having a lot of memories from it. We actually did a podcast um, about the movie called the Blind Movie Podcast with the whole family, where everyone was able to tell their stories. And Jace talks about that and that remembering that night whenever Phil kicked them out and how difficult that was. So I think that kids who who went through have experienced this in their family. You know, kids whose parents have problems with alcohol or have split up will see themselves in that and mm-hmm. you know Jace and Al specifically because they had more memories of it had to forgive Phil as kids mm-hmm. in that moment right. you know and so children who have been through that and it will take you back so take your tissues it might take you back <laughs> to that moment but hopefully it'll be a way that they can you know you can have some healing and offer forgiveness for your parents if you've been through that as well I think that's really interesting because when I see I know things that happened in my own family and the marriages made it through. You know, it was difficult, but they stuck together. Um, but that's not the case with a lot of marriages. And when mm-hmm. I look at the the events and hear the events of what happened, um, what do you think was the reason they stayed together? Um, because today you know, you've got, you know, women who have their own paychecks, their own careers, it's a lot easier to walk away. Um, Was it because she was so young and, you know, but was, why did they stay together? What was the reason? Uh, Well, maybe in the broader sense, maybe God had a plan and so was really helping them, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, figure this out, you know, uh, because, you know, he knew, you know, that the the impact that this family was going to have. So that's in a broader, like, super spiritual sense that, you know, um, God seemed to be in there because it didn't make a lot of sense as to why they would even stay together. And, you know, I think, I think things have changed. I think there was, mom talks about her, even her preparation where her grandmother told her, like, you you know, going to have to fight for your marriage. And and even when she didn't quite understand what she was talking about. And so uh, it was a different generation. I think the, the options weren't, you know, the, I, and honestly, Kay didn't have a lot of options. So it wasn't like, she had everything going. She has three kids she had. Yeah. And so I think she was going to try to piece her life together and figure out what was mm-hmm. next. But uh, uh, but there was, it seemed like yeah. at the time from, from what I hear from that generation was that, you know, you did give up a, a little bit more to stick it out. Like, Hey, this yeah. is marriage is for life. And, and that was the yeah. going into it. That's what it is. I will say though, Kay had moved to West Monroe. That's how they ended up here in West Monroe was Kay had moved here after Phil had kicked her out of the house and she had started her life mm-hmm. as a single mom. She had gotten a job and, 
you know, was was providing for the family and was taking care of her boys. And so, you know, she had the choice to to not forget to to you know to move on, mm-hmm. but she had that voice in her head, I think, from her grandmother saying, like, someday you're gonna have to fight for your marriage. And she knew that she had made a commitment and and her her ability to offer forgiveness, she had just experienced um, God herself. She had just turned her life around as well and had been offered that grace. And so, you know, she she was a new recipient of the grace of Jesus. And so she was able to offer that to Phil, which was a really powerful thing. I always think about that moment. Um, you know, the miraculous really did happen. Two people came together, like Phil actually repented and changed his life and Kay actually forgave him. And um, that that doesn't happen all the time, you know, for that to happen in the same moment at the same time. So we're really grateful it did for our family, but also know there's hope for families who that doesn't happen for, you know, families that do experience divorce. There's still that opportunity to offer forgiveness and grace and um, to let go of bitterness and to change your life and to move on and and for God to do work in your life, even if it doesn't come back together like it did for our family. Wow. Well, and just advice you have for young people in marriage, um, because a lot of people, because I know that Kay probably could have just said, you know what, um, I'm moving on and it's nice that, you, nice that you've got your life together, but um, yeah. I can't um, I can't trust this and I'm just going to move on. I, I just think that there's such a there's such a fork in the road when people are asked to forgive and called to forgive and and. It, the hardest thing in the world for people today is to forgive. Otherwise, the Son of God wouldn't have to die on a cross if it were easy to forgive. And so this is what we're called. If you do nothing else in life, forgiveness is key. But it's the Mm -hmm. hardest thing for people to do. Advise advise people in marriage, because marriage is is particularly where unforgiveness is just rampant. Yeah, it is hard. And I would say, you know, people have asked us before, like, how do we make it to 31 years? Part of it is that we just didn't give up. You know, when the tough times came, we actually didn't give up. We didn't give in. Um, You know, we went back to that promise that we made to one another and before God. And we said, no, like we're here. We're in it together. We're going to stick it out. And, you know, we, we look at how our parents did that. And we're so grateful for that. Now we get to experience like we're all all around the dinner table together. We do have those experiences together and that generational impact. And so we want to offer that to our kids, just like our parents offered it to us. And, you know, a lot of family families don't have that legacy. You know, they don't have parents that stuck together, but know that you can be the, the change for your family. You can be the beginning of something new that, you know, you do decide that you're not going to give up when the tough times come. You are going to offer forgiveness when you have to, and you're going to receive forgiveness when you have to, because in a marriage that goes both ways at different times in it when you're married. And so I think that, um, yeah, that stick-to-itiveness that um, really only comes from a commitment to God, um, because in and of itself, you can't do it. You make a point, though, and I want I, I know you have to go, but I, you make a point that a lot of people would watch the show and see you around the dinner table and the prayers and think, isn't that nice? Um, you know, that you know they have this mm-hmm. little cozy moment and not realize the pain and the struggle that went before that in order to get to that dinner table. I mean, I think that's what's amazing. Yeah, I think that's the that's the journey, right? That's the journey of, of life and faith and, you know, to... Um, when we taught our kids that, you know, and really these, 
to get to here, you know, it's going to take this to get there. And so, uh, you know, it's unpredictable and you can't lay it all out. And just when you think, you know, everything's supposed to be like it is and somebody messes up or something happens or there's damage. And so, yeah, I think for us to, when I see that dinner table again, I see a man who wasn't there. I see a man who kicked the rest of the crew out of the house. I see you know, mom who forgave, I see the kids who stick together and, you know, so I'm seeing it from a lot different. And I'm also seeing it from like when we were smaller and we had nothing, you know, there, mm-hmm. there wasn't that much on that table, you know, and it was, you know, times are hard and we were, you know, but we had each other, which was, which made it. And we had hopes of who knows one day we may be successful. And so, um, so yeah, there's a lot of things going on at that table. And it's really that journey and that, you know, those, those, those tough times where you stick them out and you, you do trust in God and you trust those core components. And, uh, you know, and the thing is with Phil and Kay, they didn't, they didn't just like the idea of Christianity and maybe start just bouncing to a church every now and again. I mean, they went all in. I mean, as, yeah. as bad as he was, for, you know, back to Saul and Paul, like as bad as he was, he, he flipped around and just went all in. So the faith that I saw was dynamic. The faith that I saw was full of action. It was full of helping others. It was full of uh, getting in the word and studying. And so that's why I saw just feel just like go all in uh, with that. And so that that's when you start can really make an impact because those, those core components of Christianity, when you mentioned forgiveness is one of the hardest. I think that's what I think people like the idea of Christianity, but you're talking about actually forgiving people who really wronged you, uh, talking about repentance and changing uh, lifestyle changes you make. And that's where I think people go, whoa, now that's now you're getting kind of serious about this idea. It's like, well, that's what that's that, those are the core components of it. And we saw Jesus himself telling people like, no, you're not you're not even ready. You, you can't even walk this road, you know, unless you consider this is the kind of life that, that I'm really calling on you to live, to be in a relationship with me. And so uh, so we saw that firsthand. And, and that's what the movie is showing. Like, these are the these are hard parts of it and where you put them into practice. Well, I, the movie is called The Blind. Um, Willie and uh, Corey uh, Robertson, thank you so much for being on Lighthouse Faith Podcast. I've really enjoyed talking with you. And people can see the movie uh, starting September 28th, right? Correct. That's right. Yeah. Thanks for having us. You can go to theblindmovie.com and find out all the details and what theater it's in. And we're hoping for a packed house is opening weekend. And, and think of duck blinds because that's really important. <laughs> there you go. That. Okay. Thank you so much for being on Lighthouse awesome. Faith Podcast. Listen at free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. Amazon Prime members can listen ad free on the Amazon Music app or just hit the follow button on your favorite podcast player. And thank you all for listening to Lighthouse Faith Podcast. I'm Lauren Green. Have a blessed day. Jason in the House, the Jason Chaffetz Podcast. Dive deeper than the headlines and the party lines as I take on American life, politics, and entertainment. Subscribe now on foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.